Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. The gift of healing, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we read about in 1 Corinthians 12. A gift very close to your heart, Colin. Yes, and much misunderstood by many Christians. And it's not to be wondered at because what you've just quoted is the New International Version, which reads, uh, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit. What the Greek actually says is gifts in the plural of healings in the plural. Not a gift of healing, but gifts of healings. Very different. Very different. The gifts are the healings, not the power to heal. You see, if somebody said to me, I have a gift of healing, I have a gift of healing in my hands or something like that, I would never, ever allow them to pray for me because that is occult talk. Those involved in the occult talk of having healing hands and a healing gift. No, uh, there, there are healers. That's, that's one of the ministries in the New Testament. But the gifts, remember, are for the common good. The gifts are for service. So these gifts of healings are the healings that are given by the Holy Spirit to those that are being healed. Very, very important. Now, some people have not a gift of healing, but a ministry of healing. They are, in the New Testament sense, healers. Why? God uses such a person continuously, regularly, to bring healing into other people's lives. Now, any believer can be used to bring healing to another person. Remember, all these gifts are available to everybody, and uh, everybody who, who's born again, that is. And um, we know, because the Scripture tells us, that believers are to lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. So um, it is possible for any believer to pray for another person and to lay hands on them in the name of Jesus and to see that person healed. When this happens systematically, continually, regularly in a person's life, it is obvious that that person has faith to believe God, to use them to bring healings, gifts of healings into the lives of many other people. They therefore develop a ministry of healing. And the plain fact of the matter is this, that um, some people see that ministry of healing operating in certain people Therefore, they would prefer to go to those people 
to have them pray for them and minister healing to them. Their faith, their expectation is higher because they know that that person has a proven ministry. Not that they have a gift of healing, but they have a proven ministry of healing. Well, that that may be the case, and God surely uses such people because um, he answers the faith and expectation that are in people's hearts when they go to receive from those people. I mean, people periodic or continuously, they are coming to see me because uh, they they know. Um, let me let me just say, I don't want everybody listening to me to get on the telephone and say I need to see Colin Urquhart because you don't. You, anybody with a ministry of healing or any believer can lay hands on you, and you can be healed if that is your faith and that is your expectation. Who has to have the faith? The person. Well, ideally, the person being prayed for and the person who is praying, uh, one or other, but definitely the um, uh, the the norm is that both will have it. Because if any two of you agree concerning anything on earth, it will be done by my Father in heaven, said Jesus. So, if there is the agreement of faith in the one being prayed for and in the one praying, then uh, you know we're home and dry. What about the person with faith who wants to pray for the person who has no faith, maybe a family member? Well, that's when, again, as I've been saying all the way through, you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as to how to pray. And uh, even when a person comes to me because they want ministry, I get them to pray first. I'm not going to do the job for them. I can agree with them but they've got to express their faith. You see, often when people came to Jesus to be healed, he asked them questions to see where their faith was. They needed to be part of the process. Jesus just didn't lay hands on them and say, well, there you are, boom, you're healed. No, he, he was looking for the faith, and he often just said to people, go your way, your faith has made you well. So that that is the power of faith. But it's very important for us to understand that Paul is not talking about some particular people having some sort of spooky gift. I mean, if you if you had that, I mean, if, if a person had that, then surely they would be able to go into the hospital and clear the wards. Um, but no, all the gifts have to be used in sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. And so there are people with great faith for healing and whom God has to whom God has given a proven ministry of healing but they're not magic workers they don't have magic in their hands uh, I, I believe if you're if you're going to be used of God in a significant way in a regular way like this you need to understand that your hands are holy um, I, I can remember when God first used me in a, a marked way to bring healing into other people's lives, my wife said to me, you know, I've got a problem of you touching me with your hands. So I said, why is that? And she said, well, your hands are holy. God is using them to do such holy things in the lives of people. And so I had to say to her, yes, but I, I can touch you with affection. And that doesn't make my hands unholy. It's just that 
within the context of ministry to others that God can work through these hands as just holy instruments. But I said, the healing isn't in my hands. I said, the healing is with the Lord. So that was all right. We soon got through that one. <laughs> you, you've mentioned, hinted a lot, Connor, that we have to be very wary of counterfeit gifts. Now, perhaps just a word on this. How can you put people's mind at rest that the person they're asking to pray with them is the genuine article? Because they they pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in submission to him. That's the most important thing to understand. Avoid uh, all these occult and spiritist healers. There are some spiritualist healers who, who do use the name of Jesus, not others. But let me tell you, they're invoking other spirits to heal. Very dangerous. Because actually, some sometimes, the manifestation of a sickness can disappear. But the person is in bondage to the wrong spirit that has been used to bring about that situation. So really, their latter situation is worse than the former. So I would say always look for the one with a proven Christian ministry. You know this person loves the Lord Jesus, serves the Lord Jesus. Uh, their lifestyle is honoring to God. Um, but, you know, uh, really this ministry of healing ought to be operating in every single local church. Because according to my Bible, if anyone is sick, he should call for the elders who are the leaders of that church and there to pray over him. Now, in James, it talks about anointing, not the laying on of hands. But then it says the prayer of faith will raise the sick person. So it's not actually the laying on of hands or the anointing or communion or whatever. Those are just channels of God's grace to us. But it's the faith that goes along with the, with the use of those channels that is of prime importance. So I think it's significant that Paul talks about the gift of faith and then immediately afterwards the gifts of healings because there is a definite relationship between those two gifts. Is there a definite way of praying for somebody to be healed? There are many different ways. Does it matter which way you use? Yes, I believe that... Again, sensitivity to the Holy Spirit is needed because sometimes you need to address the situation. Sometimes you need to bind and loose. Sometimes you just need to lay hands on a person. Sometimes it's right to anoint. Sometimes it's right to speak with authority. Sometimes it's right to deliver people from demonic oppression as Jesus did with some, only with some uh, that that he healed. Um, Sometimes it's necessary to address another situation in a person's life before you pray with them to be healed. As with the man who was let down by the roof, Jesus said, first your sins are forgiven, then get up, take your mat and walk. So uh, there are no rules, and that's as it should be. I learned in the very early days of the healing ministry that I could pray all day as I was often. I was praying with one person after another all day long. And Every person I prayed with, I would pray with in a different way because every person was unique, every situation was different, and you needed the wisdom of the Holy Spirit to know how to pray in each situation. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 